What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the TDM Show. I'm your host, Greg. It has been a while. We've been on, like, our, what, one-month-long summer vacation, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot has happened. A lot's going on. We're going to touch on some of it, but really kind of deep dive into something I'm very passionate about. I think the two gentlemen here with me today will agree. Matt, it's been a while, my guy. How have you been? Pretty good. And obviously, for those tuning in, this is episode 100. So even more reason to be excited. It's a whole thing. It It's, I don't know, amazing to be here. And like you said, just a whole bunch of stuff to be excited about. A lot of stuff to be excited about. Um, and other stuff that should cause just as much excitement, just not in the positive sense. <laughs> Caleb, what about you, man? How you doing? Man, you know what? I'm just grateful to be alive at this point. <laughs> it has been a whirlwind of a summer. I thought, you know what? It's good to be back. Well, as Mike Matt said, it's good to be back. A ton of stuff to be excited about. Unfortunately, there's a ton of stuff that is not exciting to be about. But you know, not all good. Not all work is a. Uh, not all good work is a uh, fun work. But it's a good work and must be done. So, the boys come here to do the thing. Do the little thing. All right, gentlemen, let's kick it off like we always do. What have you all been playing? It's been a few weeks. I haven't played much. Go figure. But I have played a little. But I'll start with you, Matt. What have you been playing? So, um, per usual, playing a little bit of Pokemon Snap here and there. Um, having a little more fun with it. Finally progressing through the game. It's, it's funny I haven't beat the story yet, even though it doesn't seem like a super long story. Um, but it's still fun to go through nonetheless. Um, I have also started playing Pokemon Unite. For those of you that aren't aware of Pokemon Unite, it's free in the Nintendo eShop. A lot of fun to just get in there, play with the games. I, I compare it a lot to Rocket League for Pokemon. <laughs> um, Can you explain what it is? Uh, I'll, I'll try to explain it in a way that makes sense because it makes sense in my mind, but I realize when I say it, it doesn't make sense to other people. So uh, essentially you get online and you play five V five. And as trainers, you have like these unite cards where you can pick a particular Pokemon. Um, and so there's a team of five that you play online with actual people versus another five that are actual people. Um, and your goal is to score more points than your opponent. You can do this by collecting, uh, the, it's called a, like Aos Energy or something like that. So you can do, do it by defeating wild Pokemon in the arena, uh, defeating opponent Pokemon, um, or completing like various challenges. So like there's a Rotom that uh, appears on the field or there's like a Zapdos. Um, and then you can score, they have five various goal zones that you can score on and accumulate points throughout the match. Um, and you essentially do this in a 10 minute period and see who comes out on top and you get points for, or you get ranked on like how many points you scored, how many wild Pokemon you defeated and how many of your opponent's Pokemon, uh, get KO'd. And like, whenever you get KO'd, you just like start back at your home base and you like run through the thing. It sounds like a lot Pokemon of fun mixed with a MOBA mixed with, like you said, Rocket League. That sounds like fun. Yeah, absolutely. And it's free. It is free, but they're, they're like in-game purchases, but you can like easily ignore those. So much fun to play with. Also very aggravating when you got to carry the entire team on your back because no one wants to help you because you're getting jumped by a Snorlax and a Venusaur. Bro, <laughs> this man is hurt. <laughs> Aside from that, I also started playing Skyward Sword, which I'm only like an hour or so into it, so I'm still getting used to it. But it's still, I'm I'm still enjoying it. I don't know if I like it as much as Breath of the Wild, but I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah. What about you, Caleb? Have you played anything in your awesome excursions you've been going on? Yeah, no. So I was, uh, yes and no. Nothing new. Let me say it that way. I uh, right before vacation, this is and this is the thing that let me know I needed to go on vacation. <laughs> I spent 14 hours playing Final Fantasy uh, online, and I was like, you know what? It's, I need I need a day off, and so I took ten days off. Went to the desert, uh, and we drove. So I took my Switch with me um, and played a ton of XCOM because that was something mindless I could play on the road for a twenty-hour drive. Uh, played a bunch of XCOM, and then when we got there, dived into some Fire Emblem. That's like my thirteenth playthrough, and then 
I never actually fully beat Xenoblade Chronicles 2, so I've jumped back into that, and I was lost, so I just started over. <laughs> so, outside of those three, the usual. Oh, all I I don't know anymore what I played. I can't remember. Did we talk about me playing Final Fantasy Seven Yuffie stuff? Uh, I think you touched on it a little bit. Well, I played it. It's good. I recommend it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I already talked about it, so I don't want to dig into it again. Um, I know I played. I know I've played Monster Hunter Stories too, because that one just came out. I've probably got like ten hours into it. Tons of fun. It's like it's like if Monster Hunter met Pokemon. And you were like actually collected the monsters in Monster Hunter as oh. your Pokemons. The only mm. thing that's really infuriating about it though is if you're not somebody who is used to Monster Hunter's naming system, you don't know what like I I I know one of them is Bulldoze and he's a boar. And that's the only one I can remember off the top of my head. And I've captured like, or I've hatched because you catch eggs. Or you, you you go into a den. You kill all the monsters in the den, or you kill like the at least the den monster, if there's one there. Sometimes there's not. And then you go through the nest and you pick out the egg. There's multiple eggs. You carry that egg out, and then it's in your your pouch. And then when you get back to town, you hatch your eggs. In the eggs, you get your monsters or your monsties, as they call them. And then you can have a party up to five. I think it's six once you um, get like the main story monster. Um, but you have your party, and you know, just like Pokemon, they level up, they get skills, all the whole nine. I don't think they evolve. I think they just stay what they are, and they they do have that kind of thing that that sucks that you see in like old school fighting games and even modern games where it's the same thing, just a different color. Yeah, and that's also part of their name. So I think it's like pow pow. Or Kuwait, Kuwait, pink, blue, Kuwait, Kuwait, green. Like it's kind of lame. Um, but uh, but I mean, it's it's a fun like little JRPG, really simple, not too complicated. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all I played. I know uh, the review I got from my son on Skyward Sword was it was good. <laughs> So there was, like, he was like, it wasn't wasn't better. Than, I, he was like, I like Breath of the Wild better, but I think it was still a good game. And I was like, well, what did you like? What didn't you like about it? He was like, oh, it's everything's so far spread out. And I was like, like Breath of the Wild. He's like, ah, uh, uh. I was like, okay. So he's not going to be a reviewer unless he buckles down and figures something out, I guess. <laughs> But let's um let's start the light stuff today. I don't want to focus too much time on this kind of stuff, guys. I just want to kind of go through it real quick. It's been three weeks. All the information is out there for a lot of this kind of stuff. Um, but let's start off with the Switch OLED got announced. Yes, sir. Same same form factor as the Switch we have now. It's got a slightly bigger screen. Getting rid of the bezel. It is going to be an OLED screen. Um, full kickstand on the back instead of just a, a kickstand. So the whole thing is a kickstand, more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, and adjustable the, heights. Adjustable heights, double the internal storage. So 64 gigs now. New looking dock um, that does essentially the same thing, and they've added the Ethernet port to it. Um, so you can actually plug directly into it. You don't have to buy the $30 dongle. Dots. I know we all want one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want and one. For, Go ahead, Matt. Go ahead, Matt. Well, I was just saying, I mean, and, and there's a lot of di- division when when this came out because this wasn't like the Switch Pro that people were, were clamoring for or rumoring for years. Um, but for a $50 difference, like, I'm personally okay with it. Uh, I think especially like injecting new models or a new switch into the market for those that have struggled to find a switch, which is wild because the other day I walked into Target and I literally saw in the case 
like seven switches sitting there and i was just like oh my gosh <laughs> i was like this is the rarest thing to happen yeah. right so like i'm okay with this with a 50 dollars increase for some of the stuff that they did um it feels okay to me it doesn't feel like gross or like negligent uh, in a way or like trying to t- take advantage of consumers so overall i'm okay with it i'm excited for it i'm looking forward to it Caleb? Yeah, so for me, at first, I was I was extremely hyped. And I still am. I'm definitely getting it. I just have to find a way to get one. Um, but then, like, someone came, someone came to me with the argument, like, if you already have a Switch, and I have two of them, why would you spend $50 more to get something that essentially does the same thing? It just makes the grass look greener. And the argument was further compounded because, like, my Switch is currently hooked up to the big TV so it's like, I'm playing in 4K. It's technically 1080p, but I'm playing on 4K TV. So for me, the only benefit would be when I'm actually using it in handheld mode, the OLED screen would look, like as IGN said, make the glass literally look greener, but it does. it's not any more powerful. And to those people, I say, shut up and leave me alone. I'm getting it. Um, <laughs> because you are the same people that let the Switch... Uh, thrive but y'all let the psp die on the hill <laughs> vita yeah yeah vita vita y'all let the vita die on the hill and 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 still today like the vita with the oled screen is the one that's the most valuable so uh-huh. all of y'all can shut up i'm getting it i'm excited to get it um especially with like breath of the wild 2 i think that i think that is 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 like the big push for me to get it as if someone asks you like well why would you if you have two switches well i'm gonna trade my main switch in keep my travel switch and um get it for breath of the wild because i want to experience that game in its full glory so that's my reasoning yeah. i'm excited looking forward to it yeah i mean i understand everybody's like complaints with it especially see i have og model i have march 3rd 2017 Bought it day one. Like, I have the OG. I don't have the battery upgrade. It's old. I mean, it's only four years, five years old. Um, four? That's how math works. Yeah. Uh, it's only like four, four and a half years old by the time this thing comes out. But, like, I'm due. You know what I mean? I, I play handheld mostly, which means the OLED screen will beef up the appearance of how the games look. But I understand why people are upset. Like, I get it. Like, it's not what you wanted, but if you already have a switch, do you care? Like it doesn't hurt you any. If anything, it benefits you because you were probably spend, planning on spending four hundred bucks on a new Switch Pro. Yeah, that's what four games, five games, six. Pitter patter, man. Go get at her. Yes, get sir. you some games. So like, I I I get that people are upset. Um, it's just a video game, man. And I think it's going to come around full circle before this podcast is over. Like, stop. Stop. Just be happy, people. Just to be thankful for what you got. Um, to that, I think PlayStation had a fairly unnotable stream. Like the death loop stream where they announced mm-hmm. some games prior to it and it was like it, it this like literally, it, it, they literally feel like the six man who came off the bench just to get fouls and go right back to the bench like they came into the game like oh just so you know we're here by the way here's death loop here's some other stuff that's coming we know they have a bunch of heavy hitters but they're just not showing their cards this is this is quite literally Kevin Durant on the Olympic team. <laughs> we know he can play basketball really, really, really well. And every once in a while, especially on this Olympic team, he'll just do something like, oh, that's Kevin Durant. What else did you expect? And then they end up losing to Australia. And you're like, what is happening? Or to the wee wee baguette guys. <laughs> oh, they lost to the French too? Yeah, they lost to France. Like France, yeah. France, France beat the brakes off of them. And I mean that figuratively, but like... Yeah, it was not. Just in, it was not in exhibition games, right? They no, haven't actually played. Group stage. This was the official match. Group stage one, France beat them. This was the first loss is two thousand and four. Yeah. Wow, so much for a dream team. Um, yeah, no, it, it the the PlayStation event. Like, 
I, I've said before, I don't care for Deathloop. I don't like Bethesda. Um, I wasn't a... What's the other game series that these guys do? Um, Ubisoft? No. It's, it's, it's an Arcane Studios. What else? What's the other game they do? Uh, oh, yeah. there's uh, So Bethesda, Arcane Studios, it's, they do... Um, it starts with a D. Dishonored. Thank you. Uh, they do Dishonored. I don't care for that. Like, I just, I, I don't care. So when it got to that segment, I fast forward at the end to make sure I didn't miss anything. Oh, there's one more piece of information. Um, and the other stuff I don't remember. Like, nothing was like, oh, they did, like, some games coming out next year, a bunch of indie games, which is cool. I'm glad they got to focus, but I feel like they got to focus at an, at, at something that, for me personally, was completely irrelevant and I don't care about. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I think the other little big piece of news we got was the Steam Deck. Yes, sir. Got announced. Now, if you guys know about the only time I use my PC is about an hour, hour and a half a week. I do a little podcast. Uh, we do. Uh, it's about the only time I use a PC. Like for the rest of it, I don't. At, I've got a PC in my hand. Like, I've got my, my iPhone, I guess an Apple. Um, so I don't PC much. I have Steam. I have it because my family likes to play stuff like Stardew Valley. Danganronpa was much easier to get on there. I have this cool little deal where I get all the Valve games ever released past future. Um, with like, first parties, so that's pretty cool. But I'll never play them. I'll never play them. But this, uh-huh. this is enticing. So there's three separate models. Have you guys actually looked at it? I've seen the base, <laughs> yes. I've seen the main model. I haven't seen any other models. All right. So let me let me pull this up here. Uh, there's three models that are going to be available. Um, you have your base entry model, which is going to be 350, I believe, off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be 350. It comes with the case. Uh, 64 gigs of memory right and then you have the middle one which is gonna run off of uh nmve nvme don't do this kind of stuff do pc stuff um so that one is gonna have it's gonna be faster i'm actually gonna pull it up here let me pull up the steam page hold on sorry i should have this ready i totally forgot about doing this Oh, okay. I will say, have you guys have you guys uh, seen the meme regarding the the Steam Deck? Someone's like Steam Deck plays League of Legends. Switch doesn't play League of Legends, and it's like, and for this reason, I will continue to play the Switch. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. So yeah. So the it's four hundred bucks for the sixty four gig with the carrying case. Uh, it's got an EMC uh, hard drive in there. And then the 256 gigabyte is an MVME installed state drive at $529. Um, they even tout that has faster storage, uh, has a carrying case and exclusive Steam community profile bundle. I don't know what that means. Uh, the 512 gigabyte one is an MVME solid state drive as well at $649. It's got the fastest storage. Okay. Uh, Premium anti-glare etched glass, exclusive carrying case, so not just a carrying case, exclusive one. Again, with the exclusive Steam Community Profile Bundle and exclusive virtual keyboard theme. They're available for pre-order right now if you have a Steam account. Um, if you avail- pre-order right now as of recording this, they're not going to be available until quarter two, 2022. Yeah, I'm going to wait. That's June. No. January, February, March, April. That's April, May, June. As late as June. So, I want one. Uh, I might end up pre-ordering one. My wife and I kind of talked about a little bit. I would definitely go with the 651. Not because of the hard drive space, because you can't put SSD card, or SD cards in there, rather. Um, mm-hmm. Not because it's got the fastest storage. Because of that premium anti-glare etched glass. That's it. That's I'm that. right there with you right now. I'm 100% if you, with you on that. 
if you ever tried to play a PSP 1000 versus a PSP 2 or 3000, you completely understand. Because you play that 1000 PSP outside, you wouldn't see the damn thing. You play in the dark. You get the other ones, though, the anti-glare. It's a much better screen. You can see stuff. It's not an issue. Like, it's, it is insane. And I'm not saying I'm going to be outside, like, you know, at the pool playing on my Steam. But if you can, well, why not? Uh, yeah, I, I'm right there with you because, again, I was in the desert. And I did try to play my Switch by the pool. Didn't work. It didn't, it didn't work too great. <laughs> Bro, I, couldn't see, I couldn't see Jack. So, uh. Yeah, for that reason alone, I, and, I, I'm out on all of the other mm, systems except the big boy. Mm, I mean, I I really want to be there with you guys. Like, I want to be at that point. But like seeing this, and like, uh, I and I think maybe it's because like the first taste of this, I got someone shared it, and they're just like, oh, a a a, a switch killer or a potential switch killer, and I immediately just got like Google Stadia vibes. <laughs> And I was just like, <laughs> it sounds cool. It really does. Is it actually going to work? And I, I don't know. That I'll is, just have to like see other people experience it. Yeah. That is my big concern. And like, the form factor. That form factor, that thing literally is a brick. I'm mm-hmm. surprised there isn't a Supreme version. Because <laughs> it quite <laughs> literally just looks like a giant brick. That is my big concern. Bro. But... Uh, if anybody can pull it off, I think Valve is the, the Valve are the people to do it. I don't think it's a Switch killer by any means because the Switch, as you've seen, is harder to get than a diamond ring. Uh, it, 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 they're not concerned about Xbox. They're not concerned about PlayStation. So what makes you think they're concerned about a PC company making a handheld system? This is like a, that shade that uh, it's either Chick-fil-A or KFC. They keep throwing shade at Burger King. It's like, yeah, uh, it's kind of like when Burger Places decide to make chicken. <laughs> Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo and the Switch aren't worried about Valve because, again, they have their market, they have their target audience, and they are dominating that. Look mm-hmm. at look at look at the Eastern um, Asian. Look at just the East, like the East period. Just when you look at the Eastern part of the world. Look how much like the Switch sells. And then when you look at the East Asian markets, like Japan, China, it, South Korea, it's it's not close. Like, the Switch is selling like hotcakes. Uh, well, it, it's not only that. Like, the reason I want the Steam, the Steam Deck isn't for Mario. It's not for these big titles. It's, it's not for any of that kind of stuff. I can't play Final Fantasy 1 through 6 as of right now anywhere except for maybe a mobile device, which I don't want to do, without paying an astronomically large amount of money for each individual game. So I actually just pre-ordered the big one, put my $5 down, that's all I got to do. But like justifying it wise, like if I were to buy those carts for... Super Nintendo, NES, for PSP, I'm spending a brick. Like, I, I, it's that's that's a whole lot of money. Chrono Cross, Chrono Cross on Steam, I can play that. You could play Final Fantasy 14 yep. on Steam. So it's like, I'm a big JRPG guy. I love these games. A lot of them are stuck behind either really expensive carts or on Steam itself. And I as I said, I don't like playing on the PC, but this would definitely entice me to when everybody's chomping at the bit and being all sweaty trying to get their Steam sale, I might buy a Steam card. I might actually play a Steam game. So, like, this this is... It's not killing the Switch market. It's adding to the Steam market. And this is genius for that, for that one reason itself. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you there. Not necessarily like um, I can't play this here, I can't play this there. Uh, I think that's very true. For me, it's of course the portability, um, mm-hmm. the portability of being able to play Elder Scrolls Six um, whenever that drops, because we know that's going to drop on Xbox and Microsoft, whatever. But there's a very, 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 very high chance this drops on Steam as well. So 
I'll be nope. playing like. And then, like you said, like I don't have to drop a bunch of money on a bunch of games and a bunch of cartridges. I have Witcher one, two, and three, um, and they're compatible with like it's on Steam, so I don't have to buy those games again. I think that's the most appealing part for me, and being able well, to the other, like go ahead. I was just say the other aspect to this is it's Linux based. So they made it specifically so it's not like, oh, you can't do anything to it. It's just what's on there. No, you can download the Epic Game Store to it. You want to play Fortnite? You want to play some Epic Game Store stuff? Do you want to play some Windows games? Some Windows games might actually work on that. Now, it's not an all across the board. You will have to verify that it will work on there because some won't actually work, I'm sure. But it's possible. Like, that's, that's what's cool about it. You could play Fortnite more powerful switch, more or less. Oh. Anything else, guys? No, Anything else to add to that? Oh, I'm excited. I need to go ahead and put that $5 down on that big boy, too, but 2022 is a long time to wait, my boy. I know. That's what's so great about it. I can I, I did it, and I can forget it, and then I can do it later. Because I'll send you an email and be like, hey, Money. Give me my money. Yeah. <laughs> and at that, at that point in time, I'm like, yeah, no, I forgot. My bad, dude. Hey, Hatton. Um, we'll see. <laughs> money Run me my you. money. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> All right. Uh, those listening, gentlemen, it's... um. Let's just go. Uh, so, on July 20th... Um, the state of California issued a started a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard um, for a, a slew of absolutely disgusting things, but essentially the the backbone of it was um, extreme sexual harassment, just in general, unacceptable, um, going to levels that are I I as a cis white man, didn't realize people actually did in the workplace. Um, but unfortunately, I can see very much so happening um, in, the, in the games community. Uh, so there's all kinds of articles out there. I actually searched, I think it was uh, Activision Blizzard lawsuit, and there were like 30,000 results. Oh, wow. So... Yeah, there's everybody's reporting this. Anywhere, Complex, Dots, Esports, IGN, Kotaku, GameSpot, Polygon, Bloomberg, who originally broke it, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, like, everybody. A- everybody who does any sort of news is right on this left, right, center. Um, let me see here. So, some of the stuff that was pulled from the article, um, I'm pulling this directly from Bloomberg Law right now. Uh, and I'm just going to pull little quotes here and there uh, fosters frat boy culture in which females are subjected to constant sexual harassment unequal pay and retaliation according to a lawsuit filed by the california department of fair employment and housing uh they did a two-year investigation before they even uh submitted anything um, according to the complaint filed tuesday in la superior court female employees make up around 20 percent of the activation workforce and are subjected to a perver- pervasive frat boy workplace culture, including, quote, cube crawls, end quote, in which male employees, quote, drink copious amounts of alcohol as they crawl their way through various cubicles in the office and often engage in inappropriate behavior toward female employees. Um, Agency alleges male employees play video games during the workday while delegating responsibility to female employees, engage in sexual banter, and joke openly about rape, among other things. First off, I mean, this is all absolutely homeless. You don't joke about rape. Ever. Like, you don't do any of these things. I, I, I want to make it clear. It's not like anything special that sticks out and is anything worse than the other. But what kind of person jokes about rape? I just had a conversation with my son because I disconnected my, my phone from the car audio and this uh, regular radio came on. And he described it as he felt like his ears were raped. And I had to have a conversation with a man that that's, although you, you're using that term probably in a correct manner, because it's not like you wanted that loud noise in your ear, that's not what that was. 
Yeah. Because that is a far more severe statement than than what you're making. We understood. We, we agreed that he was wrong, and we learned from that. But why? Why is that something you joke about? Yeah, again, it's, it speaks to that. And again, not all frat boys are just discussing, but it speaks to that standardization of like frat boy culture, where uh, he's he's it even sucks to even call them men because it's like as a grown man, as an adult, like how how is this behavior acceptable? Uh, Look, drinks copious amounts of alcohol as they crawl through their way through various cubicles in the office and often engage in inappropriate behavior toward female employees. Yeah, that Look, that's not sounds, a man. That's not no. That's a child. You're 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 a little boy. I said, yeah. like, that doesn't sound like a job. That doesn't sound like an office space. It sounds like somebody's backyard or truly just sounds like a frat house, which is horrendous. Like Activision is responsible for a lot of good things. Like we've brought like Activision Blizzard has brought us a lot of joy over the years. And it breaks my heart that they continue to do things that are so damaging to not only the gaming like community, but like now we get to have a conversation with leadership. This does not happen at this level to where the state of California investigated for two years and now and now is the time you say, Oh, it's unacceptable. Oh yeah, we're we're gonna get there. I got I got many a tab open to this one, my guy. Um I just don't I just don't understand how that like that that happens. Like how you let that I, happen. I, I I don't I mean this suit also points to a female Activision employee who took her own life while on a company trip with her male supervisor. The employee had been subjected to intense sexual harassment prior to death, including having nude photos passed around at a company holiday party. Jesus Christ. I, I, I just... How is that dude still employed and not in jail? I, I don't know. Uh, quote, we value diversity and strive to foster a workplace that offers inclusivity for everyone. There is no place in our company or industry or any industry for sexual misconduct or harassment of any kind. Okay. A spokesperson for Activision Blizzard said in a statement, we take every allegation seriously and investigate all claims in cases related to misconduct action. Uh, misconduct action was taken to address the issue. No. This, this, you do, you cannot have an environment where you have men People, I'm assuming men at this point, drinking copious amounts of alcohol, boys, drinking copious amounts of alcohol as they crawl their way through various cubicles. I don't care what kind of environment you're in. If that is your job and that is what you're doing, you either work at a bar or you work at a frat house. You don't make video games for the public at all. And some of the stuff that's come out of this, like the 2000, have you guys seen the video of the 2010 BlizzCon? No, I have not. Where a woman asks um, on their Q and A, um, I, I love the diversity of the characters and you know empowerment of women, but is there any chance that we're not going to get over sexualized characters that don't look like they just came out of Victoria's Secret model catalog? A panel full of like ten men, all higher ups, all people of power within at Blizzard. Every single one of them was joking about well, which catalog would you like it to be from. That's just the way it is. Could you imagine Sylvanas Windrunner looking any other way? Yeah. Yeah, I could. I could imagine her looking a lot of different ways. More, Most of them being respectful and not looking like an undead whore. Excuse my language. Like, that, that, that's, that's what the problem is with all this. But they're just, their whole demeanor around it was just absolutely foul and like just condescending in a way to the girl who's on camera as they're doing this is just kind of like well tried yeah like completely defeated like and the girl the the young woman i'm sorry i don't it's it's so disheartening because like gaming is such a special place like for me like gaming literally kept me Sane, doing some of the most difficult parts of my entire life. When I was going through my bone marrow transplant, I was literally locked in a room for 23 hours a day. It was literally, quite literally, a hospital prison cell. 
like the air was filtered. I was in my room 23 hours a day. I was in my bed for 14 hours a day. Um, the only thing that kept me sane during the most difficult part of my life was video games. And a lot of the games that I played were Activision games. So it breaks my heart that this thing that we love so much and care so much and has provided so many good things is being led by a bunch of buffoons. Uh, that's the only way to describe them is as a bunch of buffoons who, for whatever reason, feel like it's okay to treat women like this. And like, it doesn't make our industry look any better. Like, People who are not in the industry, Fox News, CNN, they're just going to come in and tarnish the gaming industry uh, at a point where gaming is literally the number one form of entertainment in the world. Like the gaming personalities are celebrities. Ninja is making as much as LeBron James, like LeBron James on a monthly basis. Sorry, it's no, no, it's it's. It's right. like a forced habit when I hear that name. You have to. It's like yelling Kobe when you shoot at the trash can. <laughs> R.I.P. to go. And, and Shaq when you miss. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, Ninja makes on a monthly basis more than LeBron James. Um, obviously, he's not a billionaire because LeBron is. But like, I digress. Like, when gaming is starting to gain prominence, this is not the news we want. This is not the news we want. Especially when we're fighting um, older generations who are saying, look, video games make you violent. Video games make you this, video games make you that. We, we already had to go to Capitol Hill to fight for, like, the right for Grand Theft Auto not to be, like, rated R and not being unable to be sold in stores. Now... For the ESRB to not be controlled by the government. Exactly. This is the antithesis of what we need in the gaming community. And, it, like, I was already upset with just, like, it, it felt like it's been a rough year. We didn't get a lot of games last year because a lot of developers just had to go home, work from home. Making games is hard enough already. Having to make games from home, I'm assuming, is even more difficult. But, like, honestly, I'm kind of glad these women got to go home because they didn't have to subject themselves to this nonsense. For a woman to take her life after being violated in that way and your company to be like, oh, we investigated, we took care of it. No, that man should have been fired, press charges, and be in jail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's... Minimum, the entire board has to go, like, at this point. And it, it, it just, like, it keeps getting worse. So that original article I was pulling from was from, uh, like I said, it's from Bloomberg Law. Um, this one coming from Kotaku, which has their own issues right now, but I'm going to take this for, for what it's worth. Um, this came out Friday. Um, uh, Twitter feeds Call of Duty, Crash Bandicoot, Diablo, Overwatch, World of Warcraft, um, uh, uh Infinity Ward, King, Raven Software, Sledgehammer Games, and Treyarch have all just gone silent. They haven't said anything as of writing this article on the on Friday at 6.45 p.m. So that was, what, the 23rd? So three days. Three days of absolute, complete silence from all of Activision. Activision Blizzard more or less like they're not saying anything they're not saying anything negative they're not saying positive they're not apologizing they're saying absolutely nothing as if this is just going to blow over and it is our job as the community gamers who don't support this to make sure this stays in the forefront this does not go in the background this does not disappear that these people pay for this and and that due justice is given to these scum of the absolute earth. So you had that come out. Um, you have it followed up with uh, this is an email uh, pulling from Jason Schreier's um, Twitter that he actually posted an email that apparently he ag- acquired from uh, CEO who is this uh, J. Allen Brack, which we're going to get to him. And this was again uh, posted on July 23rd, so Friday. Um, and it, it just it reads like just just here listen uh hello blizzard i personally have a lot of emotions coming out of yesterday and i know you do too the allegations and the hurt of current and former employees are extremely troubling i know many of you would like to receive more clarity while i cannot comment on the specifics of the case it is an open investigation what i can say is that the behavior detailing the allegations is completely unacceptable it goes with saying it is completely unacceptable for anyone in the company to face discrimination or harassment. It goes with saying that everyone should feel safe working here. 
whether we are on campus, at BlizzCon, or working from home. It goes with saying, it takes courage to come forward and all claims brought to the company are investigated by internal and, when needed, external investigations. We take these claims very seriously. Claims can be made without fear of retaliation and many times I attend to them personally, along with our other leaders. Stepping back, when I talked with Bobby about taking this job, one of the first things I mentioned was a revered saint of the Breck household, Gloria Steinman. Growing up, the value of women was equals. Understanding the work that had been done for equal treatment and the fact that there was still much to do were, were common themes. This is just one of the reasons why the fight for equality is incredibly important to me. People with different backgrounds, views, and experiences are essential for Blizzard, our teams, and our player community. I disdain bro culture and have spent my career fighting against it. Okay, I'm, I'm just... So... There's a lot more. That's about half of it. But it's all, it all reads that same way. This guy sounds like a nerd and had his PR. Um, he sounds like let me let me let me vent. I, I, that sounds mean. This guy sounds like a nerd who's actually scared to stand up to the people in his office and had his PR um, manager type up this letter. Because again, you either have to be incompetent or complicit for the things to keep happening in your company. If you if you personally like like he said using his if he personally attends to this to issues like these, he would have seen the accumulation of complaints. So if you've seen the accumulation of complaints, the complaints keep happening, and you personally attended to them and nothing changed, then you are either complicit or you are a complete idiot, and. Do not deserve to be in a position that you're in. I don't care how good you are at making games. You are clearly terrible at managing people. Clearly. But I and, and No, no. You, I'm not going to finish reading because it's all just the same garbly good crap you hear from every single one of these cis white men who do horrible, heinous things to women or anybody who's not a cis white man. And and that's that. That's just what it is. It's, it's the bullshit apology. And I'm sorry for the language. I know we try to keep it PC, but I'm really passionate and, and pissed off about this one. Um, partially because I am such a Blizzard diehard fan. Like, it is, it's one of those things where I supported them. Anytime they dropped a big collector's edition of a game, it, I didn't know what Overwatch really was until it dropped. And I was like, whatever, 120 bucks. I think, Caleb, you were at my store at that time. Yep. Bought it blind. Didn't know what came in the box. I'm giving you all my money. Um, this article coming from the Washington Post uh, says Brack, the gentleman we were just talking about, has presided over Blizzard Entertainment uh, since 2018. Suit which alleges multiple instances of discrimination, equality, harassment, yada, yada. We all talked about that. In particular, allegations in the suit state that the former World of Warcraft senior corrector director, Alex Afrasiabi, sorry if I butchered that, but probably not really, uh, would routinely harass female employees at the company's annual convention, BlizzCon. The incidents were an open secret to the company, the DFEH alleges, and the suit claims that Brack had multiple conversations with Afrasiabi and cautioned him over his drinking and being too friendly Toward women employees. Yeah, no, Look, that's not how you handle that. No, if if you have a female employee or or you as a woman, you go and that's that's the response they have. I please, I know you don't trust all men, and I don't blame you when I read stuff like this. Find somebody you can find another woman. Find a man you can trust. Keep pushing. Don't let scum of the earth like this drag you and push you down. You think that you're lesser than them because honestly, you're probably much, much, much better than that. I don't care what kind of person you are. If if you're if this is what you're dealing with, this crap that we're talking about, f all that nonsense. Find somebody who cares and make it a big scene like we're doing here, um, or like you are doing here. Um, Women who are not, quote, huge gamers or into the, quote, into the party scene were treated as outsiders in their own company, Lost Ledges. Uh, Activision responded Wednesday by describing Lost's claim as distorted and in many cases false, which tells me it's 100% true. Um, in cases related to the misconduct, action was taken to address the issues. 
Uh, Activision Blizzard claimed in a statement shared with the Washington Post, the statement wanted to say the picture the DFEH paints is not the Blizzard workplace of today. Over the past several years and continuing since the initial investigation started, we've made significant changes to address company culture and reflect more diversity with our leadership teams. That might be great, but you screwed the pooch. Yeah. I'm, mm. I'm honestly at the point where the whole team, like the whole, like the whole board has to go. Upper management has to go. You need this is this is a cancer that is clearly affecting this company, and you can't leave the cancer in because it's just gonna regrow. You need to cut the cancer out. They need new management. They need new leadership. They need a new executive board. They might need a new chairman of the board. Like this is not okay. And it makes me wonder, like. Did people like Chris Metzen, did they leave to get out of this? Or did they leave because after Activision bought them, it turned... And, and it, I, it I don't want to say... Yeah, 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 it turned into this bro frat culture and they couldn't get... They could do nothing with it. Like, I don't know Chris Metzen. He could be scum of the earth. He could also be the best guy in the world. I don't know. And I'm not going to talk to his character because I don't know his character. All I know is the names that are in this article... But it makes me question what happened with them. Yeah, um, a lot, a lot, uh, a lot of questions as to like the high turnover now seem more valid. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um. Uh, what is it? And then you know, Brack made headlines in late 2019. I'm sure you all remember this. Um, after suspending and finding a tournament-winning Hearthstone player for making comments in support of Hong Kong protesters, I know we talked about this on the podcast. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Brock said to that, we will do better going forward, but our actions are going to matter more than any of these words. I know we quoted that as well. Yes, we and you know what? This dude, I'm not even going to say my man's. This guy's, I just want to punch him in the gut. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you've got that. You have, because of this, um, Activision, where's the stuff here that I had? They pushed back card reveals for Hearthstone. They pushed back... Um, what else did they push back? Oh, a new reveal for Overwatch uh, level. Yeah, a new new level they were going to put into that. I'm sure we'll see some pushback from Call of Duty. They'll be quiet on that. Um, the Shreddy boys are going hard, though. Like they're, they're out there attacking anyone and everyone that doesn't have... that isn't one of them. And it's, it's a disgrace. Um. Yeah, it's 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 all over the place. At this point, um, video games, video games is the is the very last thing Activision has to worry about. Activision Blizzard, whatever the company is, like putting mm-hmm. out content is the least of your concern. You need to clean house before we talk about another video game. Which which is good. Um, I I agree with you. They don't need to be talking about it, but it's also like. I'm I'm glad they're assessing their situations, but y'all need to come on and do more. Yeah, like the, more has to be done. Like there needs to be chopping block, um, all over the place. And and Caleb, you I didn't pull this one up while we were talking about it, but go ahead and tee it up for us. What we were talking about before the podcast? Your question? Question? Well, uh, oh, wall players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I had in in the in the wake in the initial wake of a bunch of Kotaku and. Uh, like I said, again, every time I mention Kotaku, I do have to like say they're gross too. But right now we're dealing with Activision, like so. Let's we'll stay on that. I saw a Kotaku article. I saw an IGN article, and it was a lot of talk about a bunch of WoW players staged a virtual sit-in. I never read the articles, and I always went to the comment section, and I was a little confused. I'm like, how is a virtual sit-in going to change anything? Because again. The Kotaku article, at least the first half, the way it was written, said a bunch of WoW players logged in and basically flooded a server and staged a virtual sit-in. Uh, and I was like, you're giving these people money. How is this going to affect them negatively? Uh, but you provided some clarity for me, which I appreciate. So, And I've got the original article here as well. From uh, According to IGN, Polygon reported first. Um, so I'm going to go to their article. Uh, protest was organized, and this is written by Cass Marshall. 
the protest was organized by Fence Macabre, a role-player play guild that runs uh, faction-neutral stories in the Wormrest Accord and Moon Guard servers. Um, the group is running a fundraising campaign, not only doing this, but they're also running a fundraising campaign for the charity uh, Black Girls Code, a uh, non-profit organization. Uh, let's see. The players log off from the protest. Uh, as players log off from the protest, new faces show up in the group. Many of their accounts are sublocked, which means that they've subscribed. They've already paid their money, so they can't do anything about it, but they're not playing. And I'm explaining that here in a second, which means that they have prepaid, as I said, uh, sat among the protests for a while, watching conversations ebb and flow. Some showed up to say goodbye and wish their fellow uh, role players good luck, like uh, like some elves uh, have been looking to reach for a reason to return to Final Fantasy fourteen. Others at the sit-in use the opportunity to vent anger and frustration with specific Blizzard employees named in the suit, speculating in in-game chat as to which executive wrote the company's immediate response. Um, what does it say? Some people who have joined are still undecided as they're sitting down. They're kind of just seeing what's happening. Um, what's what's crazy about this though is that if you have enough people that log in and they sit down in one area, you can cause mass amounts of issues. It's unlikely that any of this did. I know there's more planned from what I've seen, but what they're doing is they're saying, I already have money. I've already given you more money. I can't take my money back. I'm not going to give you any more money. Yeah. I'm going to sit in on your, on your server and be a body count that's going to restrict others from logging in, potentially, if enough people were to sit down. And I'm going to cause turmoil in your game to get other people you notice and feel what's going on, which is happening. Part of the reason why they did it this way um, is also because it's a worldwide studio. Yeah. Like you, you can't just protest in California, which I believe if they said out here is actually legal. Um, you, you can't just openly protest right now or whatever the case may be. I might be speaking out of my, my backside, but this allows people, us to protest from Missouri. A, a, California-based company and anybody else worldwide. And I think that's what's so great about it. It's not like the angry white man burning the cap jersey. Who cares? You gave me your money already. This is them legitimately burning this to the ground. And I'm here for it. I personally told immediately as I found out, I canceled my WoW subscription. I uninstalled the games from my console, uh, from my PC, which I know I said I never play on. And I'm actively thinking about playing Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. I am done. Yeah, I th I'm done. Like, uh, I think Call of Duty is the only game that's left on my PS5 that is from Activision Blizzard that's getting removed from my PS5. Um, as we speak, the PC is getting cleansed. I am uninstalling the Blizzard client. Um, yep. And I want to say until further notice... But like right now, it feels pretty permanent. Like it feels like mm -hmm. I could as and here's the thing that hurts the most. Diablo four was around like I was excited for that. I never played Diablo two in its heyday. So the Diablo two, the resurrection, whatever, the remake remaster. I was excited for that. I was getting ready to dump hours into these games. And now it's no. Thank you very much. I mm -hmm. appreciate it. But no. And that's as of right now. That's I'm not. And and like more bad news has come. Like more bad news. I don't want to say heinous news because it's it's pretty bad in the in the grand scheme of things, but not nearly as bad as what we just went through. Um, Blizzard actively took people's money for pre-orders on Warcraft Three Remake, yep. knowing that it wasn't going to be ready. It wasn't going to be up to snuff. It wasn't going to be an acceptable game. It wasn't going to be playable. Like, everything they have done in the last however long is, is heinous. It's unacceptable, and it should not be permitted to, to carry on. I want to see something here. Matt, you got any thoughts? There's so much to unpack with, and I think you guys covered a lot of it. And actually, while you were um, 
doing that, it, it reminded me there's something else that happened earlier this month, um, which may have had a lot to, which may have had something to do with how it spiraled. Because you said this was first reported on the 20th that this was happening. But earlier in June, on actually July 4th, um, there was a woman uh, who, by the name of Zoe, who had published something along these lines, but for the ad industry or advertising industry about all these stories of women going through the same thing. Um, and equally heinous, equally disgusting of bro culture in a lot of these spaces, um, which resulted in a lot of companies and people kind of like going to their boardrooms and talking about it. So hopefully that's what kind of spiraled into the whole Activision Blizzard thing and someone speaking out and getting a lawsuit. But a lot of this stuff, I there are very few times where I feel like I'm just speechless and this is one of them. I just don't get how people lack basic human decency. That is all, all at the bare minimum that is required. And some people can't even do that. It's and it's it's sad because it's an industry I love and it's not like it's just isolated to Blizzard Activision. Yeah. Um, working, I'm, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say the words. Working at a GameStop. I don't think I've said that very, very often on here. It is so often occurring. It's disgusting. So many times, men will call and a woman will answer, and instead of just asking the question, they'll say, "Is there a man there?" So many times, people walk into the store and. The female, my female counterpart will greet them and they won't say anything and I'll just say hey how's it going and they speak to me so many times men look past the women who more often than not play more games than I do as, as these, the, the, the one of the people on duty superior people on duty I don't mean to say that in like a derogatory term it's not really gross as I said I apologize um, but as one of the senior people on duty there we go that's, that's not better um I don't play all the games like I don't, but I have counterparts and, and peers and equals and everything else that play varying different games. I don't play Call of Duty. I've had so many females working with me that play Call of Duty. I can't tell you anything about it except it's got guns. Yeah. And I got people over here giving you left, right, and center. Uh, you have um, uh, Ubisoft last year went to this thing, same thing. And you have it going on in like every major video game ish thing ever kotaku i think is i don't want to say has i think don't hold me to that but i'm pretty sure they've had some issues i know game spots have issues kotaku's had a whole host of issues Uh, i know ign had issues they did clean up there um so like there's been a lot of this is just it's dudes being dicks and, uh, just scum. Like you said, it it makes it makes less than le- less than zero sense. Um, I think Matthew put it perfectly. This is basic, common human mm-hmm. decency that everyone should have. Um, and as you said, there are plenty of amazing women who work at um, video game companies across the industry, and they have to fight this nonsense. I'm assuming constantly. The person who like made me a great employee at GameStop was a woman, our mutual friend. She hired mm-hmm. me. She trained me. She would often be like, hey, sometimes dudes won't talk to me about this stuff. So I need you to go play this game so, so you could talk to customers about it. Like, I am a great employee today because of the amount of amazing women who have helped me train. Like, And I work in, like right now, currently, I work in insurance. Insurance is in, <laughs> often just as bad but it's something that i love and care about it it hurts even more like first of all we need to convene the council of men and just have a conversation and like it needs to start being on site for these dudes i almost said a different word but like we'll keep it as pg as we can it start it need like often i talk about social justice on my platforms i'm gonna keep this off this platform but i always say okay if there's a bunch of good cops how come the bad cops keep getting away with all this stuff so as a guy, 
I need to ask myself that question. If I claim to be a good guy and I only hang around good guys, how come a bunch of bad guys keep getting away with this stuff? So the answer is on site now. We have to just start swinging on people. Like when I mean, I mean, I, I wasn't gonna go that far, but but yeah, yeah, okay. I, swinging with words. We need to we need to stop it. Yeah, see something, say something, and if you know, listen. Even the Bible says at some point, swing on that man. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. An eye for an eye, two for tooth, right? Hey, listen. All I know is Samson, oh, Samson used the bone of a dead donkey to, to to literally kill a bunch of men. So if the Bible is out here having Samson swing on people, I'm just saying if you're acting reckless in front of me, just know words would be had. And uh, yeah, like I was saying on Twitter, I, like my hands aren't what they used to be, but they're still very functional. And my hitters, you know, have children now, so I need I need a group of young hitters. Look. I, I learned. I learned recently. I might not be in the greatest of form. I can take a hit or two to the face, and I'm gonna give it right back. It's gonna be rough. So, I'm, I'm here with you. I got you, my guy. I, I'm gonna say this: um, if you are out here and you are of the uh, male persuasion, and you don't correct a dirt bag when they're being a dirt bag, you are a dirt bag. 100%. That's just you might think better than yourself mm-hmm. for that, but if you hear another man talking down to another woman or anybody for that, and you just chuckle and laugh along with that, guess what? You're also a dirtbag, right. and you can get both these hands two times. And if you're not sure if, because a lot of times, sometimes this stuff is so ingrained in the system. Oh, this is how things are. Take a moment, stop, and actually ask a woman. Hey, is there anything wrong with what's going on here? And they will let you know. Oh yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Pro tip. All right, gentlemen. I don't I don't want to turn this into something else. Um I don't want to belittle the argument um by putting some colorful spin and having some fun after this. So Matt, uh we're gonna get out of here. Why don't you tell them where they can find us at real quick? Yeah. Guys, as always, like, yes, this is episode 100. Yes, we want to celebrate, like, what's going on here. But this is way more important than anything, like, we could do or achieve or, like, bring together. And we want to do that with this platform here. We want to be able to have um, a space where people can just enjoy some people talk out of their behinds about what they care about, which is video games. So, like... Uh, Caleb was saying, see something, say something, RTH, run those hands, stick up for someone, and just be a decent human being. That's all we ask. That's all you can ask of yourself and someone else. So with that being said, signing off on episode 100 of the TDM show, I'm Matthew. You can follow me on social media at Matt underscore Gutu, and you can follow us at the TDM show on Facebook and Twitter TDM show on uh, Instagram. And uh, we're so excited for the next 100 episodes um, and talking about more stuff that is important, both on screen and off of the screen. All right. Salam alaikum, ladies and gentlemen, glad to be back on the podcast. I didn't realize it was episode 100. We wish we could have had more fun, but you know what? We do what we do. We have to um, stand up to injustice where everyone sees, like the great Martin Luther King Jr., who was murdered. By the way, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep that accurate. Said, uh, "You can't, you can't, you can't do that." <laughs> that's, that's what he said. He said that. He wasn't one that's of. That's what his, he said. It wasn't one of his famous speeches, but I'm pretty sure he was at the bar one day with old Cletus and John Lewis, and he was just like, "Hey, fam, you can't, you can't do that." But it, but in serious, in all seriousness, like if you turn a blind eye, if you pl- if you turn a blind eye to injustice in one place, you turn a blind eye to injustice everywhere. Um, so, we're gonna- hey, yo, Caleb, I got I got three quotes for you from Martin Luther King Jr. Mm, go now, ahead. I think fit. Ring them all. Injustice, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Bang, banger, absolute banger. Put that on. Darkness. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Fire. Put that on a live love life sign. No, white women everywhere (laughs) taking it. Uh, The time is always right to do what is right. 
And that is my favorite wedding. So, ladies and gentlemen, as I just said on my Twitter, which you can follow me at mentally underscore mook. I think it should be mentally mook everywhere uh, on all social media platforms. All you men out here sexually harassing women, like you can just do whatever you want. From now on, when you see me, it's on site. And I <laughs> so follow me on my uh, on all social media forums at mentally mook. I'll see you when I see you. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tonks, T-O-N-N-K-S-Y. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, it, hit me up. Uh, I've been posting. If you jump on my thing, I'm not going to talk about it here. I'll talk about it next week. Uh, you'll see what I've been posting a lot about on a regular basis, and that's pretty much all I'm hitting up right now. Um, but if you need anything, you want to reach out, you want to talk about something, you want to get something off your chest, um, you want somebody to catch some hands. Um, smokers will be following, but we we can have conversations about that. But no, for real, hit me up. Be safe. Um, know there are people out there who, who will look out for you in a uh, positive manner, and there's probably somebody around you now. Um, we love you. Be safe. Take care of yourself. And um, if if you're doing bad stuff, you will catch some hands. <laughs>